0: Welcome to the filter through a brain cell podcast. Hey, what's up thinkers, welcome back. Kathy Gibbons here with another episode of the Filtered Through Brain Cell podcast. Let's start off with a quick review from part 10. I've been going through and reviewing the manipulation mini-series that we did earlier this season, and in part 10, we were talking about special knowledge. So here's how it's defining special knowledge. Special knowledge is used by someone who's trying to convince you that they have secrets or special information that you can only learn through them. And without them, you're destined to be in the dark or you're destined to fail in life. And the reason this tactic works so well is because we all have an innate curiosity. We want to know things. We want to make sense of the world. We want to know how to live well. And there are people who will play on this desire by telling you they are the ones, the only ones who can tell you the things you don't know. So the question to ask yourself if you think you might be facing the secret knowledge tactic is this. Is it really true that this person or group is the only place I can learn this information? Okay, if you need to review or go back and check out this fallacy, it is in episode 55. Okay, so the new fallacy we're going to talk about today is called the appeal to privacy. So the appeal to privacy happens when someone behaves in a way that either negatively affects other people or could potentially negatively affect others, but they use the idea of privacy as a way to avoid scrutiny or criticism or questions. So this can look a little different each time it's used, but often the person appealing to privacy claims that something is private, and because it's private, it therefore shouldn't be open to examination or discussion. Now, a simple example, let me give you a real simple example of this of this appeal to privacy would be the person who drives excessively fast on the highway but claims it's nobody's business how they choose to drive. Okay, well, really? Maybe it's not just their business when it's putting other people at risk and breaking the law. So remember, the appeal to privacy has to do when someone's behaving in a way that affects other people, but they want to keep that They want to keep the reasons behind it private. So, okay, here's another place that appeal to privacy happens. This happens in the corporate world when companies will use this appeal to avoid being open about how they collect and use customer data. For example, a company might claim that they have to collect certain data in order to provide personalized services, and maybe that's true, but then they say that therefore the information is private and should not be subject to regulation, meaning they can then do anything they want with it even sell it to other companies. However, the problem with this argument is that just because something is private doesn't mean it should be immune to scrutiny or regulation. In fact, this argument ignores the importance of protecting Consumers' rights, because this is what companies will do. They will take your data because they need your information in order to provide a service or a good. But then they'll turn around and sell it to other companies that you have not consented to to give your information to. And so this is um, this is an issue, right? In in our world today. So the problem with the appeal to privacy fallacy is that it's really a form of avoiding the question. The person committing this fallacy is refusing to answer questions by saying something is quote-unquote private. And maybe to answer the question would make them look bad. It would be embarrassing. Maybe it would reveal that they don't know something or force them to have to answer for things they don't want to be held responsible for. Or they would have to make changes that could cost them money. It's important to remember that just because something is private doesn't mean it should be immune to examination or regulation, especially when it affects or it could affect other people. In fact, privacy is an important issue. Yes, it should be it should be protected, but it's also important that we don't use it as an excuse to avoid discussions or to avoid addressing important issues. Okay, let me give you another example, kind of two sides of an example of how this fallacy could play out. Sometimes politicians use the appeal to privacy when they talk about their personal lives. They'll avoid questions about their past or maybe, maybe they have a drinking or a drug problem and they know it'll make them look bad. So they say, well, that's a matter of, that's a private matter and has nothing to do with my job. Okay, so really? The fact is the personal lives of elected officials do matter because it can have a direct impact on their ability to govern effectively and ethically. Now, one area where I do agree that an appeal to privacy is appropriate in politicians' personal lives is when it comes to their children. I remember when Bill Clinton was elected president... um, Their daughter was still young, and he and his wife requested the press to leave her alone, to leave the daughter alone, to not follow her around, taking and publishing pictures of everything she does, right? And I've seen other politicians make the same request as well. This one is not a fallacy because they're not avoiding taking responsibility for something that's affecting other people. They're protecting the life of a minor who was not elected to an official position. They're requesting to protect the child's privacy. They're not avoiding answering a question about something they themselves have done. Do you see the difference there? And again, this is why it's important to think things through and to think about the context and what's happening and to really ask the good questions. So the question to ask yourself if you think you might be facing somebody who is doing an appeal to privacy is this. Is it really true that they need privacy or are they just avoiding the question? Is it really true that they need privacy or are they just avoiding the question? All right, guys, that's it for today. I know this one is a little nuanced, so this would be a fun one to have a conversation with your family about. But remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well, please subscribe, leave us a review and share this podcast with people in your life.